0: This is the biggest crypto
1: project that no one is talking about. This is one of the biggest crypto platforms to launch in America in a very long time.
0: Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey because when you're in the know, your money will grow by speakers on the BeanPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeanPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Welcome to the BeanPod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we have a very special episode. We are going to be interviewing the founder of TAP, which is the biggest platform in crypto to launch in America in a very long time. Arsene Trossian, welcome to the show.
2: Thanks, Josh. Thanks, well, Shane.
1: Let's jump right into this. To me, after doing my research and looking into TAP, I almost view you guys as the next compliant crypto.com and maybe even like a little sprinkle of Ripple and XRP in a cross-border cross payments perspective. Mm-hmm. So maybe you could tell us a little bit, little bit about TAP and how is it different from the competition and p- potentially who is the competition right now
2: what tap is in an essence is a mobile app where it combines payments and cryptocurrencies into a unified app we give you the ability to trade cryptocurrencies have your own prepaid mastercard, card uh, have your um virtual ibans in order for you to deposit and withdraw to your bank accounts in the easiest possible way right. in terms of competition Uh, Some of our competitors, even though a lot of people think that we're competing against Binance, Coinbase, Crypto.com, our main focus is the fintech space, which Revolut is one of our biggest competitors, same as WeChat, same as Alipay. Those are the behemoths that we're looking to take on.
0: Right. So it's almost, it's it's actually much bigger than just the crypto space, which is interesting. It's uh, obviously a highly competitive space. So maybe you could tell us about your background specifically and how that's kind of brought you into the Web3 and crypto space and maybe some things you've done in the past that can, can contribute to the success of
2: TAP going forward. Sure. So in terms of my background, I actually was not in the crypto space early on. I knew about crypto since about 2010, 2011. But at that time I was a game, I was making games for iPhones. Then eventually I actually get start getting paid in crypto for some freelance work that I was doing and then selling my crypto to other brokers, getting fiat out, and then I realized that I was losing quite a lot of commissions through those transactions, which then pretty much got me into crypto brokering. So I quit my day-to-day kind of job and started doing uh, cryptocurrency brokering through a platform called local bitcoins back in the days where you were doing p2p trades that business started booming i was doing a considerable amount of volume in the uk as one of the top brokers and then with my development background i thought okay how could we automate this and we're talking now about 2015, 2016, that's when one of the main competitors in the fintech space came out, which was Revolut at that time. So I was thinking, that's a great idea. Uh, There were were other startups doing as well, something similar. So I thought, okay, Coinbase was around at that time. Could I connect everything into one where you get a card, you get payment services, and you also get crypto trading? Because the business that I had was not scalable. It always required more human resources in order to scale it. And so I thought, okay, what's an automated way that we could do it? And that was pretty much the inception The inception of TAP. Interesting.
1: Yeah. So you have the the brokerage background from the UK, which is kind of where it looks like TAP kind of originated. And that, I think that anytime there's a founder who operates in the space that they are trying to run a project in always tends to do quite well. For sure. <clears throat> and... I think there's some major news that's happening right now in America, and it really speaks to what TAP's doing. You know, we're seeing Binance us being ousted. We're seeing issues with KuCoin and a number of different other exchanges under SEC scrutiny. Mm. And somehow TAP is now entering one of the most regulated markets out there and that's America. Tell me, how did you guys do it? How are you guys entering into this behemoth of a market?
2: So the U S has been actually quite challenging. What a lot of people don't know is we started this journey over 14, 15 months ago to enter the U S market. And up until March, 2023, we were about two weeks into entering a beta mode for our cards in the U S and then operation Chalk point happened. So, we got told, and we're very close into launching, but we got told by our partner banks that you have to shut down. So what happened was we went straight into plan B. Let's wait a little bit. Let's see how the market is doing. Try to figure out if it's still a solution that we can offer to US residents And eventually, we managed to identify a partner in the U.S. who is regulated, called Zero Hash, uh, in order to use their licensing, their compliance, in order to enter the U.S. market. And we just announced it about a week ago.
0: Yeah, it's massive. I mean, I think the uh, the U.S. market alone is projected to account for over 50% of all crypto growth moving forward. So it's hard to really overstate how massive this news is, especially as Josh said. Everyone else is leaving. And TAPA's coming in, right? So as you said, you know, this has been over a year in the making for you guys. I'm sure you've been dealing with all these kind of regulations, making sure to cross your T's and dot your I's. So can you you give us, I don't know, maybe, obviously, maybe it's not a prediction, but just maybe some insight into what you think is going to happen in the world of crypto in the USA moving forward, you know? There's so many headlines, so many different, it's, it's, they're going to kick it out, they're trying to foster innovation, but they, don't, they still want to have it regulated, the government wants a piece of the pie. There's so many different things you hear about what's going to happen in crypto in America today. What do you think, as someone who has probably more information and more insight into the American regulations than we do, or our listeners do, give us a bit of a, you know, what do you think is going to happen with crypto in America? Is it going to be allowed to prosper, or... Will Operation Chokepoint eventually lead a lot of these innovative companies to move offshore and just
2: never come back? That's the thing. It's a kind of difficult one to answer. It depends how angry regulators might be in the US, because at the end of the day, SPF did quite a lot of damage, even though he was portraying himself as the regulated boy. Um, We're pro-regulation, everything else, and a lot of things happening behind the scenes, which again... Um, The case has just started, so we'll see what the outcome of that one will be. So if the regulators take a stance of they really killed us. Let's make an example out of all of them. That would mean overregulation, killing the industry, killing innovation, which is something that the US should not want to do, which is weird because one of the best fintechs coming out of the US is Coinbase. They're worth over 100 billion when they ipo'd and now they're going after them just to set an example um i really hope that the regulators take more of a not defensive but free market approach same way the old us was where just come and build and kind of live the american dream that's that would be the utopia for a crypto space in the us and i really hope that happens
0: Yeah, for sure. We've actually, we've spoken about the whole Coinbase situation and SEC a lot on this show, um, just because, you know, on one hand, you do have the SEC going after Coinbase, but then on the other hand, you have every single Bitcoin spot ETF using Coinbase as their facilitator. So Coinbase is in a really interesting spot right now. Well, it'll be, yeah.
1: Especially as we see the SEC slowly lose to the actual, um, to the the courts. Yeah. You know, they keep saying, well, sorry, like, you don't have enough against Mm -hmm. these guys, so... It seems as though the right moves are being made. They're grasping at straws at this point. It seems like it. So yeah. it seems like we're we're just on the brink of it. And th- there must be a reason why BlackRock, Fidelity, and all these other big companies, or sorry, wealth managers are making such a huge push right now. Yeah. Um, Speaking to these big companies, I know that you guys, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you were one of the first MasterCard program partners back in 2018, was it? So... I know you've you've worked with MasterCard, you have worked with Bitfinex, so two massive corporations. Can you tell us a little bit more about those partnerships and maybe any interesting collaborations you may have coming
2: in the near future? Sure. So in terms of us being the first prepaid MasterCard, that's a correct statement. Um, We did our application early on in 2018 um, and it took a lot longer than what our usual card program takes to approve. Because we That's because we had to get approval pretty much from all the head offices of MuskCard. We're talking about US, Europe, and we needed C-suite level approvals on that because they were putting their name that uh, we would not be bending the rules. Before us, there were other crypto cards in the market, but all of them got shut down when the issuer went belly up. So we technically became the first one after the chalk point 1.0, let's say. That has worked pretty good for us, I would say, in terms of setting the path to other card programs in the crypto space. Um, We've had a lot of back and forth with our issuer as well. We're always trying to be on the compliance side. In In general, it has been a very good partnership. Uh, Mascar has been very supportive of, of us as well which is something that we we're very proud of. In terms of Bitfinex again they were looking for someone to they were looking to do their own card program and we are again we're one of the first to not only get approved but also launch in Europe so who's we can prove that we could already deliver whereas other providers they they were saying that they could but they didn't, which which was why they, they ended up choosing us.
0: Yeah, I feel like, you know, obviously you guys, it seems like you continue to do things the right way, you know, being regulated, partnering with these massive companies, which, you know, to the normal person, not normal person, to the person who's maybe not fully into crypto, always to see this company that I don't know is partnered with Mastercard. It immediately gives you trust and, and makes you want to look into that company, mm. just like connecting a large global consumer brand, which is not in Web th- Web3, and then with a new company that people need to learn about, like TAP, it's always something that we just try to highlight on the shows the partnerships. This is right at the exact same time that Binance stopped its MasterCard program. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, it's just such an easy thing to onboard people cards because, you know, people are so used using cards. People know how to use cards. And then if you start to get people into crypto that maybe don't know a lot about it, well, then they're like, okay, how do I actually get the money out? And how do I spend things? But, you know, a card is such a natural you know, in between kind of product that uh, you know, I think it, it could be could be huge for Tap moving forward. Um, I guess my next question would be going back to the fact that I said you know before, you guys are always crossing your T's, dotting your eyes, regulated, do, making all the right moves. So when it comes to the Tap Exchange being fully regulated, does that change the the vetting process in terms of the the crypto, the coins, the projects you allow onto your platform? You know, I I'd suppose, obviously, decentralized exchanges can kind of do whatever they want, and maybe non-fully regulated exchanges can kind of just list coins willy-nilly. But does that change for TAP? Because you're fully regulated, is the vetting process different? I don't think you guys have about 40 to 50 uh, projects on the platform at the moment. So is there something special about those? Are they regulated? Give us a bit of an insight into the, the listing process.
2: So in terms of listing and token, um, we've got our own policies on which tokens we list, like for example, we'll never list uh, anonymous coins uh, simply because of its nature. We need to know where the funds are coming from, and again, we need to follow local regulation. And there is a lot of criteria when it comes to selecting a cryptocurrency, and if we can support it, that goes from demand from consumers, safety of it, the utility of it. Uh, we also check volumes of the tokens. We make sure that the token that gets listed is not illiquid. So if investors come in, um, they can also exit their positions. We check the team. Are they reputable? Whether Are they trying to produce as a product? Um, is there a business case behind it? There, and then we have a committee as well, where we explain this is the use case of the business, of the product, of the coin. Um, are we all in an agreement or majority of it? Do you see any concerns legal opinions as well uh, from the teams those are always helpful to make sure that they're not deemed as securities but in a sense it's quite a a thorough process before we add a specific coin which is why coins cannot get added on top
0: yeah I, i mean i like that it's just you know a lot of these exchanges out here i know it's like all right pay us 20 grand and you're on the platform and you know they might not do any research you know there's some exchanges i won't name names that list crappy projects all the time and it's it's nice to see, obviously, a fully regulated platform that's launching to America. That there is a, a thorough vetting process, so that any platforms or coins that are listed on Tap, you can have security and trust in them. So I like to hear that. Correct me if I'm wrong,
1: but not only is Tap not only does Tap have an altcoin XDP, but Tap is also listed on the UK stock exchange. And with that being yep. and with that being said, I know that numbers are very important. You know, you need to show revenue growth. You need to show user growth. This is what drives institu- institutional adoption. This is what drives investors. So maybe we could speak a little bit to the numbers. Uh, I was reading an article recently. Looks looked like your revenue growth jumped pretty significantly in ter- in addition to the number of users. So maybe you could speak to that and maybe any projections that you could possibly share with now that you're gonna be entering the US.
2: Yeah, for sure. So in terms of numbers, I need to be careful what I can say uh what i can speak about is the latest trading update that we did that our revenues were about 2.5 million pounds uh, up from 0.8.9 million pounds the year before so it's been more than double um of what we did in the financial year of 22. we have surpassed the 200 000 users in europe and as well we keep adding new tokens um, onto our platform. I can't be very, I can't speak about future growth simply because we don't have any forecast on the market. Growth is a key to our business. Um, From our recent trading update, we released for our financial year of 23, uh, we did 2.5 million pounds, which was about 108% from the 0.9 million pounds that we did in the financial year of 22. We also increased our user base close to 200,000 now. So we've had a considerable increase over the past eight, nine months that we've been public. Um, And our goal is to continue that growth.
1: Uh, I noticed, so it was, it seemed as though that growth happened in a very short period of time. Like it took, you know, maybe a year or so to maybe get to that, 9 million, oh, sorry, the 900,000 pounds in trading revenue. But then all of a sudden it jumped to like the 2.6 that you mentioned and the, the increase in users, what are you, is there anything you can speak to that? Maybe you can attribute that growth to like, is there anything that you guys have been doing differently over in the UK to all of a sudden see that massive spike,
2: uh, a lot of it comes from influencer marketing and, um, refer a friend, get a friend. Those are the two growth initiatives that we've taken. Again, one of the biggest issues that we've had compared to other competitors is other competitors had a lot of budget on marketing. We've grown organically and we've, with the revenues that we've made, we've reinvested it into the business and we've kept a tight ship where other companies, such as, for example, Zigloo and Mode, they had a lot more funding than us. They went on spending spree, they couldn't make a return of investment and they have One of them has gone shut down and the other one is going for a sale. They're really struggling, even though they were about to be bought from Robin hood. What we're doing is really just influencer marketing and word of mouth.
0: Yeah. I mean, when a product is good word of mouth and like those viral things, like obviously influencer marketing and the referral systems, they tend to work if the product is good. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So now going towards, um, you know, obviously we've talked about tap and the the exchange the cards so the other thing that you know our community will at this point now be very familiar familiar with is is your coin xtp so on this show when we talk about projects we always want to always mention just what the coin does what functions it has or utility within the ecosystem. So can you tell us about, tell us about the XTP coin within your ecosystem, the utility, the function, and maybe any plans moving forward that you have for additional function?
2: Sure. So in terms of the utility of XTP, it's very simple and straightforward. We've got currently three plans on the platform, which is standard, black, and titanium. That means um, your your starting fee schedule is from 1.5% and drops down to 0.6% depending on the level that you upgrade to. So if you really wanted, or if you're a high volume trader, you could come with us, stake 500,000 XDP, and your trading fee becomes 0.6%. You, you'll also get an increase in card spending and card loading as well. So again, this would go for users that are spending a lot of on card, uh, people that have a lot of crypto, they come in with us, they convert it into fiat they go spend at a POS, they buy tickets or whatever. Um, so that's one of the utilities of it. The other thing is we also have a 25% reduction in fees, same way the BNB model works. So if you have XDP in your account and you wanna pay, pay your fees, so if you go to titanium plus another 25% discount on the fees, you drop about 40 bips pretty much on fees, which again, it's very competitive. I know it's not as competitive as an exchange, But the difference is, we're offering so many other services, so it kind of balances out. And then another utility that we currently have, which is not really a utility, is any fees that we collect on the Tap platform. Every quarter, we also burn it. Right.
1: They truly seem like the all-in-one app to do literally everything. Mm. And I think that's what's needed for the 95% of people who are not yet in crypto. They want something that's easy to use. They don't want to be connecting to MetaMask and clicking on dodgy links and investing in scams here they are they can come to tap they can invest or trade reputable companies that have been vetted they can use a a mastercard preloaded mastercard you get really good perks and rewards for staking or uh, using your xdp to get the rewards which is a competitive advantage against traditional mastercards Um, so it sounds like there's a lot of really cool features the ones i'm excited about So are there any other really cool features on the platform that you're excited about? One that really caught my eye was the cards as a service. Maybe you can elaborate a little bit on that or any other really neat features on the platform.
2: So we've got quite a few of them. Um, Some of them I'll geek out in terms of compliance and protection of customer. But in terms of cards as a service, it's very simple. We've been running our card program for quite a while now, for over three years without any issues. And Bitfinex has now become one of our first clients. So when eventually Bitfinex launches, they'll have their own Bitfinex card um, powered by TAP. So we're rolling this out to other exchanges that want to enter the the card issuing business. Rather than have to go and do everything themselves, we have a team of experts in-house where we can help you and guide you into launching your own card program. And that doesn't only apply for crypto companies. That also applies for fintechs that applies for any business that they might be want to offering a card for their employees, for their brand, for a football team. It varies, it really varies. So that's one of the key products that we've recently launched. And some other cool features that we have in the app is, again, it goes back into the protection of your assets. In Since we implemented this about two, two and a half years ago, We've never had an account takeover attack. It's pretty much facial recognition when you log in. We detect if we detect a new device, uh, we again ask you for a face ID, email verification, phone verification, and so far in the two and a half years, it has never been bypassed. So you don't need to have a two-factor authenticator like as we all do anyway in the crypto space with yeah. Google Authenticator. We make sure that account takeovers that don't happen, and we have a spotless record on that. And then another one that we recently implemented, even though we got a little bit of backlash from the community, we started seeing a bit of uptick in fraud around March time, March and April time, but that wasn't just us. Uh, uh, our, actually, our MLR, while he was looking at uh, chain analytics, he saw a lot of volume picking up for fraud other exchanges, I'm not going to name them. So it was a market issue in general. So what we implemented was a block. If we detect that you have a team viewer or any of the software in your phone, so this way you could not use the product until you delete it. Because one of the ways we found that majority of the fraudsters were stealing funds from your account was by tricking elderly people, sign up here deposit funds, and then let me control your account. They were taking control of the account, sending the money to anonymous wallets very much. So once we implement that, fraud rates went to zero again. So uh, those are the two really features that we're really proud of.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's really interesting. Again, going back to just people that aren't in crypto yet, that want to get into crypto, the things that they're generally worried about are being scammed, frauds, complicated platforms, all these issues, and then using five different apps to do six different things. I feel like so many, almost every single one of these barriers to mass adoption tap has a solution for all of it in that super app. So that's why, you know, one of the reasons Josh and I have started to talk about this, your platform so much lately is because we see it as one of these, these rare platforms that is solving a bunch of things very easily at once. So uh, just to close this out, I want you to put on your, you know, tap community hat and, and speak to the community specifically and get us all hyped about, obviously you have this massive American launch coming this year, but walk us through the next six to 12 months of tap. What are you excited about? What's in the roadmap
2: and some catalysts moving forward? So in terms of the roadmap, we've got a lot of new features coming up. Some of them are already in the pipeline getting developed. Some of them are in the pipeline to be developed. Like, for example, one of the things that we've seen is we want to open up in more jurisdictions. And again, originally our name was Tap Global, and we really meant it. We really want to become a global company, Uh, so we are looking into expanding to the rest of the world. I can't give timelines. Uh, Again, there's a lot of paperwork to be done for that. But that's one of our main goals, to be able to serve everyone on this planet. Then the other one is one of the biggest issues we found as well, that other wallets might be having. For example, everyone is familiar with Crypto.com, Coinbase. They don't support many currencies. And it's very difficult for you to get your funds if you're not in that supported currency. So usually you have to figure out, okay, do, is there a local exchange that I can use? For example, in Vietnam or in Indonesia or wherever. So. One of the products that we're looking currently to add, again, it's very early on. Uh, we're in talks with MASCART for their MUSCART XB product, which is a cross-border payment uh product. That means users from TAB, they'll be able to trade their crypto, convert it into Euro GBP, but then they'll be able to repatriate it anywhere in the world in their local currency.
1: That is massive. Yeah, okay, for sure. Awesome. Especially considering you already have in 2018, that partnership with MasterCard, Mm -hmm. I mean, facilitating cross-border payments. And that's why I said at the beginning, I'm like, you guys almost sound like you become like a ripple or something in the near future. So I really like that. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. Well, Hey, look, I think we've basically covered everything that tap is doing. It's super impressive. Obviously the news that you're expanding into America, I think is going to garner a ton of attention, a ton of new eyeballs. So hopefully this interview will now kind of People will see the name more often and now they can look at this and say, look, this is what they're doing. These are the problems they're solving and uh, these are the solutions that you've brought to the table. So, so thanks a lot for coming on the show, Arsene. That was, that was really, really fun.
2: Thank you, Shane. Thank you, Josh.
1: Anytime. Hey, listeners, if there's anything more you want to know about TAP, let us know in the comments, leave some reviews. Maybe you've already tried out the app in one of the other countries that TAP is already running. And then tune to the next episode. Because that one is going to be a banger.